Being the predecessor to a game I have given a 10 out of 10, I was very excited to finally check this one off the about 1 trillion games I've missed over the years list. The bitter eeriness the sound design in this game creates is something to be witnessed firsthand, along with the mysterious nature the story unravels. I mean, what the hell's going on here? Unfortunately, that's about it for me. I say this a bit tentatively because what I played I am comparing to Inside, and perhaps that's not the route I should have gone, but ultimately I was a bit let down in almost every other facet here. I suppose I recommend it only to those who have yet to play Inside. If the game Inside didn't exist, maybe, maybe I would like Limbo. I've now sat down to play this game twice and finished it once. With a short runtime that's a hard sell whether it's worth your time. There is little that I like about this game, and don't get me wrong, I see the appeal because it has it in spades, but this is just not my style of game at all. It was a struggle to get to the end. And unfortunately, or fortunately, we're going to talk about that. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? I'm definitely not in limbo on where I stand in this game. It's not, I'm not a limbo lover. I'm one of your hosts, Michael. Limbo lover. That sounds like me too, but uh, I am Larry. We are on the same page with limbo, it seems. And I'm actually surprised that you don't like this game. I always thought you were my play dead brother. You liked all play dead games, but apparently you're just an inside. <laughs> that actually sounded creepy for a second. You're play dead brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I will not lie. I was... I was pretty shocked I didn't end up liking this game. Yeah, I thought this was a shoe-in when we were talking about doing this game for the season. I was like, oh, he's going to love this, and I'm going to disappoint him gravely, but apparently not. Well, and I will say, it was fun to see just kind of how Playdead's grown, you know, as a, a company. But yeah, no, I, I'm as shocked as you, brother. I can't believe I'd not really have a big fan of this game. I kind of had a feeling the fact that I liked Inside so much, this was going to be a problem for me. Do you think that is the main problem? I mean, that's what my intro is. They seem to knock Inside out of the park. You know, I'm, I don't love love Inside, but it's grown on me more and more as we go along. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was actually racking my brain trying to decide if that is the only reason I don't like this game or if it's just there's not enough intrigue in this game. Which is I'm, funny because this game has rave reviews. Yeah. But again, I wonder if those are all like, technically they all played it before they played Inside. Oh, yeah, that's 100% <laughs> true. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I got to imagine when this game came out, this was pretty unique. Yeah, this is one of the big indie darlings of. I don't know. I was gonna say I was gonna say Apple Arcade. It was like, like Xbox Summer Arcade or something like no. that. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I'm kind of interested. I guess it'll be an interesting conversation from the both of us of why it didn't click outside of it just not being like inside. But Mike, I'm doing something a little different for you this time. Ooh, mid-season mix-up. Yeah, so I have been communicating over on Discord. There is a, I think it's called a channel. I think it's how, I'm new to Discord, sort of. It's called the Co-op Podcast Network. It's a whole large slew of a whole bunch of us indie podcasts on there. We interact with each other, kind of give each other some help, feedback, help find each other's guests. And so I just proposed that they start asking us questions to kind of just throw some stuff around. I was going to start trying to use them at the beginning of episodes. So for this one, I picked Mr. Dave from Tales from the Backlog. Mike, he asks you, what video game level smells the worst? <laughs> <laughs> really throwing me for a loop here? Okay. Oh, 
Oh, one that popped up from this season actually is Rusty Bucket Bay for Banjo Kazooie. That yeah. would that, that would smell good. That would be a very bad one. And I think I can't even remember what it's called off the top of my head is the poison area in Dark Souls One. Yeah, that has to just be rotten smelling. Yeah. What is the name of that place? But yeah, that's a very gross place, and I hate going to that place every time I play that game. I feel like any zombie-based game is probably just horrific. Well, I said level-based, so it's got to be a specific but saying, level. But yeah. a level within it, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> Rusty Bucket Bay, and the level of Dark Souls that Plague Town. Is it just called Plague Town? It, it is Plague Town, isn't it? Or Plague City, Plague Villa, Plague... I'm going to keep saying Plague... It's Blight Town. I just Googled it. Blight Town. Oh, that yeah. would be my pick. Blight Town from Dark Souls 1. We probably had a whole bunch of people like, no, it's Blight. Like, just sitting right there. Plague, Blight, Poison, something like that. Yeah. Well, good question, Dave. Yeah. I feel like, like even like any of the Resident Evils and something like that, or yeah, just any of those games, Quake, lots of killers. Oh. Dead, dead bodies. Dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, okay. That was the first one. There's there's a lot of interesting ones that we'll keep going. If you guys okay, like it. cool. Mid-season shakeup. I like it. So a little background on this game with ourselves and the game itself. The first time I tried playing this game was in 2018, and it was basically almost immediately after I beat Inside in 2018. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I try. I had the double pack that came with Inside and Limbo, and yeah, I did, I did not finish it then. And now it took me two hours and 34 minutes and 45 seconds to see Limbo's credits. <gasps> Mike, we have something amazing. <laughs> you, you did it quicker than me, didn't you? My playtime's two hours and 21 minutes. Well, look at that. There's a first. Do you know how many times you died? 112 times. Wow. Okay. So this is an interesting one. Maybe this shows us the difference in our play styles. Mine was 78. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Took me longer. Died significantly more than you. Very interesting. I mean, not much longer. Like we're talking, what were you? Two yeah, hours mean, and... 34. Yeah. I mean... Oh, 13 minutes. In a short game, that's a long time, sir. <laughs> sure. But that is a considerable amount more deaths in those extra 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you can see how frustrated I got with this game. Can we actually, before, just, now I just want to keep flowing with this one for a second. Is there a specific part of this game that you think all your deaths accounted for? I have one part in this game that I think I died 20 times. No, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Do you remember the, like, hotel sign? Yes. Yeah. I don't even know. I, like, I'm speechless. I don't know why I stopped playing. I actually set the game down for a little while. I could not traverse that section. That My was hard. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I died on that spot so many different times. That and the freaking bear traps in this game. Uh, bear traps are mean. Are they bear traps or are they spider traps? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, clearly they're for the spider, but bear traps. Limbo was released on <laughs> July 21st, 2010, developed by Playdead and published by Microsoft Game Studios. I played the PS4 version. Limbo was the highest selling game of Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> I wrote it in my notes. That is the name. It's not summer game arcade thing. Xbox Live Arcade. Interesting. $7.5 million in revenue. In revenue. That's nice. So a little interesting tidbit is when they were making the game, outside influencers or like people that I assume either gave them money or maybe it's people from Xbox, they chose to ignore their advice. Which I thought was very interesting. Which Did they, they say what the advice was? I think a lot of it was like adding multiplayer, uh, changing difficulty levels. Can you imagine multiplayer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like making the game longer. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Art Jensen, the director of this game, said all those types of things and influences would corrupt basically his 
vision of the game, which I think they did a really good idea not trying to, I mean, they could have made this game shorter and I'd be okay with that, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure people loved this game when it first came out. And this is one of those things, like we said before, if inside didn't exist, maybe I'd love this even more, but I, I, I just don't think so. Yeah. And I think actually going off your point there, I would, I would agree that because of the narrative nature, kind of the hidden narrative nature in this game, it's smart that he decided not to do that to add any outside influences. I would disagree though, like just to put that point in there, if inside didn't exist, I think your biggest issue with the game is just the pacing and overall gameplay of the game itself. I don't, it's not the story. Yeah. Funny that you say that things that I liked right away. I like that you get control within 30 seconds. You just pop in good to go. I love the atmosphere jumping from tree to tree right in the very beginning feels really good i don't know why i was like all right i I like this and then of course there's a striking art style which i think drew everyone to this game in the beginning that's what people saw that and like oh yeah and it's a very fluid game yeah i found the thing that i found myself doing with this game and i think again it was because of inside and again i had never played this game prior to that which is just weird how I let this one go for so long, (laughs) but I was constantly trying to pay attention to like the sound design, what was going on in the background to try and see what the story is. Cause like inside is one of those examples of a game you play it, you get to the end and you're like, okay, that threw me for a loop. And so I was like, okay, are they going to do that in this one too? And for me it did. And so the art style for me, I think plays into what I think is happening in this game. And so if it's true, the art style is pretty clever, but it is, it's a very unique style. Not a lot of games look like this at all. <laughs> no, which I think is very cool. And I like that any games do this. It makes, you wouldn't usually see this thing in a normal AAA game. No, I mean, can you just imagine like a 10 hour game with this exact art style the entire time? You get sick of it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a game out there that does that and it's wonderful. <laughs> Who knows? That's a good point. Things I did dislike right away, they're is just no wow factor for me. I don't need that in every single game. But Inside had that, I wouldn't even call it a wow factor. There were moments that were very wow in that game. Weird adjective, but it just worked. <laughs> uh, but oh, The sub, the submerged. Yeah, and I feel like that game made me more curious, where in this one, I don't have questions that I ask myself about this game, mm-hmm. which is weird. So the lack of questions for me, like... Inside made me think over and over again. It's really I hate that we're going to compare this game two and two to Inside, but it's just how well, it's going to go. But it's impossible not to, yeah. really. It's it, Inside is obtuse, so is Limbo. They both don't have a direct message, which I like, environmental storytelling, all that. I just had no questions about this world. I don't know why. I, I think for me, uh, me and you took an opposite approach because... Because I was not intrigued by really the gameplay, I just felt like it, you could tell it was an early iteration. You can see a lot of the DNA that eventually evolves into Inside in this game. But story pacing, just like you said, the wow moments, there wasn't... The thing that Inside did that I don't feel like Limbo did is breakaway moments that were kind of scattered at like 20% in, 35% in. It just, yeah, things change up, but there was no massive change from beginning to end. Yeah, we even went to different environments, but I feel like those environments... They didn't stand out. They were different enough, but they didn't change what I was doing enough, I think, is the thing. And the question I keep... I wrote in here things about dislike. I just have this question is, is Limbo fun? 
Yeah. And I don't know if it is. I, the word I have written down is this game. I, ha, I wrote down monotonous. It, it just, there's like a... Do you think that's the point, though? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we can get to the end talk if we want. Because I have a theory. And then I did do a little bit of diving online to kind of see what if there's maybe something clearly big I'm missing. Because, again, the term limbo. We grew up in a religious household. We know that, like, the Catholic Church back in the day, they've since gotten rid of it. But the whole idea of limbo was... Well, what happens if children before they're baptized die? Well, well you sense, can't yeah. say they go to hell because <laughs> that's <laughs> cruel. So instead they get thrown into limbo. It's this middle place. And so, Purgatory. yeah, I was wondering if that was kind of the idea of what they were trying to do here. And so, I don't know. I, I have an idea, but first, I guess, go into what did you think of like just the overall nature of like the sound design in the game? I mean, they do excel at that. You can definitely hear a bunch of the environments. You know when enemies are coming, especially when there's the evil spider. They have like almost a static thing going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah which I, I really like. I do. Yeah. You're, you watch the kid die gruesomely over and over again, and you get those moments of like, oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of things like when the spider gets you, it's pretty freaking creepy. Yeah, which I like, and that's a good direction. That's So there's no complaints about this art direction. Mm-hmm. Grant, yeah, if it was prolonged, maybe I would get tired of it. Water sucks. I don't like drowning. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> that's in either game. Like The sound of footsteps and water, I think, were well done in both. Uh, you do kind of forget the fact that there really isn't that much of, like, there's not music playing. There's are, There are times, like, I remember when I first played Inside and this game, I was both made aware right away that it's very quiet, but then you kind of forget about it. That's true, because you're focused on doing which, which the maybe, things. Which maybe that's the atmospheric sounds working. I'm not sure. but I would say, yeah. I mean, Inside has a lot more background noise than this game does. This one's very muted in almost every aspect. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we're, we're kind of just muttering about on the... There isn't really much else to talk on the sound design front because, yeah, there's no music or anything. So <laughs> yeah, there's true. not really... There's not a menu system. <laughs> there's just nothing. You just play. <laughs> Which so. is very cool. And I, I don't no, I remember appreciate that, yeah. a game doing that, to be honest. You know, you're always... There's, I play a lot of JRPGs. I'm lost in menus all the time. Did you get... Okay, so I guess I'll just jump over to gameplay real quick. On the puzzle side, did you get stuck on any of the puzzles? It was definitely just more trial and error than anything. Sometimes I knew exactly what I needed to do, and I just had to make sure I got it in the right order. And then a lot of times, if there was like the spider trying to block my path, I'm like, all right, try this. Okay, that doesn't work. Try this like three different times. And I would like throw myself at it like 10 more times. I'm like, all right, I think I got it. But I don't remember... There might have been something with the boat at one point where I got stuck, but overall I don't remember a puzzle. Like I specifically remember a puzzle on inside that I got stuck on for quite a bit. <laughs> this one I don't think there was. Yeah, I think for me, the only ones that I remember is there's a lot of timing-based ones, which inside did a little bit of that too, where you need the right momentum and you need to jump at the right moment. But for yeah, it, the gravity with the boat. Yeah, the, I think there was also the gravity moments uh, where I would hit like the band saws or whatever. Oh god, those pants! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which again they do, yeah, and so I died a, quite a few times there. But yeah, I don't know what it was about the hotel sign that just drove me nuts. I, I think it's the spaces in between that you can fall through. Yeah, like oh yeah, I can go through. Oh wait, nope, I can't go through yeah. that one. And yeah, again, this is another one of those games where like from a platforming perspective, I don't think Inside or this game is like by any means like some like revolutionary thing. It's kind of clunky. And so I think I struggled there. And so that part really hurt me. But yeah, like overall, 
there, there's not really, this is like, it's an example of a game that's weird to talk about because there's not really much you do gameplay wise. There's not a lot of sound design. There's, <laughs> there's like graphically, we, we talked about the look. I mean, it's a pretty looking game. It's still aged decently well. Yeah. By, you know, I don't it, think that'll ever look bad. It's always no. going to look how Limbo looks. Yeah. And then I, I guess then story wise, right? We could just honestly get right to it. Spoilers for the ending. Yeah. So to me, my idea of what was happening changed when our character breaks through the glass. That part confused me. Because for the longest time, what I thought was happening was, and maybe it's, uh, okay, so here, here's, okay, there's two parts that confuse me, and I'm talking in circles here, but this is the way my brain works. So the glass break happened, and I'm like, okay, now I'm a little confused. The part that was the most confusing is you get to the end and the girl is kind of sitting there playing underneath the tree fort or whatever it is. And when you beat the game, it fades to black and then it goes back to the menu screen. The menu screen is now updated in this game. And it's where you were standing and where she was standing, there's flies. I must have missed that. I don't yeah. remember that. And I was thinking to myself, and I was like, I watched that. I was like, okay, wait, I don't understand. <laughs> And so I can't, the only thing I can't figure out is the glass breaking. It feels like your character is, I think our boy's dead. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I know that. many times. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But like, I mean, realistically, like in limbo dead and we're trying to like, I'm wondering if like it was like a car accident or something like that. Cause that's the glass break. The gravity flipping right before that could be the car. I mean, maybe I'm way overthinking it. Want to know what I did to figure this out? What? So I read the back of the book, or read the back of the book, read the back of the game case. Oh, see, I didn't have the game case. Exactly, and this is what it says: Uncertain of his sister's fate, a boy enters limbo. Okay, that's that doesn't. I mean, that works. That that's. I kind of wish I knew that ahead of time. (laughs) You could have just like while I was struggling, (laughs) inserted. But I guess at the same time, okay. So then maybe is the sister in? Is she? dead too uncertain of his sister's fate because see another thought i had is at the end it looked like she's like grabbing something on the ground and so i thought is she alive and you're dead and i I so if the boy enters limbo to he has to be dead then all right he just says he enters doesn't mean i mean how else do you get to limbo without killing yourself maybe i don't know it's very interesting the glass breaks is probably you coming back into reality that'd be my guess maybe See, I hate this. These are one of those games, like, now my mind wants to go, like, a million different directions. Because I feel like the glass breaking is symbolic towards something. It's well, obviously, just, yes. I kind of like my car accident idea. Because right before we do the glass break, we're going through the gravity scene. So if you're in limbo and that's attached to what happened in your right before you died, you're losing gravity and you're shifting all over the place as the car's rolling around. And then you break through the windshield and you end up dead on a field. <laughs> I just don't know what the tree fort is, and I have no idea why the hell all the other boys are in the t- <sighs> Help. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just guessing at this point. You know what I felt at this ending? Relief that it was done. <laughs> I just didn't sync up with this game. And, yeah, after Inside made... I didn't really love Inside when I finished it either, but I kept thinking over and over again. I know, now I'm starting to think. I was like, oh, car accidents you know breaking of glass yeah, that like, could be completely wrong. yeah exactly it could be 100 percent wrong but at least it's got me intrigued enough to like oh maybe i'll sit on this and think about it after i'm done recording this podcast maybe i don't know and hopefully in 
another couple of years because I did not like Inside in 2018. <laughs> now in 2022, I like that game. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like just our talks about Inside over the years kind of, I think, also helped you because you kind of looked at it from a different viewpoint. Yeah, and I, if the sister's alive or dead, like I guess that's the main theme of the game, or is you, the boy, alive or dead? And I don't really have an inclination to go onto forums like you did and check it out. And I, didn't go on, no, I didn't go on forums. I just literally saw it. it was in a review, the YouTube comments. Some people were talking about it, okay. and it got me thinking. Okay, good, good enough, good enough. But I just don't have that drive, and maybe I will in a couple of years when I think <laughs> about this game. I'll be like, you know what? Everything I said about this game, I take it all back. Yeah. But, I mean, it also probably helps that like when I really like a game, I want to talk about it. And the fact that I'm not that high on this game, I don't see me just being like over a beer sometime, Mike. You know what I want to talk to you about? Limbo. But hey, someone before, out, someone out there loves this game, so it's okay. There's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But before we go like to the very very end here, I just want to say you asked, you did ask me a question about whether or not I thought this game was a horror game. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess kind of. I, I don't like what. What is the definition of a horror game? Something that can be creepy or scary would be my guess. Well, e- I, well I, then I started off saying eerie. It's a, it's almost Eeries. yeah. That's a good word for this game. It's kind of like a, I don't want to say psychological thrill, but like there's just seeing the spider is terrifying. Yeah, there's you don't like spiders. the constant wondering what's next because you're a little boy alone in a forest, defenseless. Yeah. So I mean, I guess in my book that probably classifies as a horror. It's not like horror in the sense like there's. Like, I remember a puzzle I got stuck on. I don't know why that trip trip me up or but <laughs> when you have to drag the bear trap and cut the spider's leg off that took me forever <laughs> to yes. figure out and i have no idea why and for some reason you doing that well because that's another one you had to tie like you had to drag it to an exact spot or like the it would stab you yeah, yeah or it would like miss but that also then the wasp thing where you're flying up on that thing and then the leg breaks off on that one. Oh yeah that just memory that's just another way there's a lot of like breakable body parts in these games yeah Maybe there's really not, but I just, they stand Because you're breaking inside that car that you're twirling around in. Oh, that was the other thing I was wondering. They have the little, like, you can get kind of possessed or whatever, where it's like, if you're in the sun, you get burnt. Yeah. And then there's like those weird, like, buggy things. Pac-Man bugs. Yeah. That like, eat it. Is that the same? Is that like a similar virus to the one in Inside? Because I know that one like mind Uh, controls you and like, but it it feels like it's the same, like, like, do you think they're in the same universe? Probably now. Yeah. But now that would make no sense. Because if this is limbo. (laughs) Limbo bleeds into reality. <laughs> this worry, this is what, that's more food for thought. Go play Inside and Limbo, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't recommend Limbo, but I'd recommend Inside. I mean, we yeah, we both come to that sentiment. <laughs> so uh, do you have any more quick bits? Because I do want to ask him uh, a random question then. I found three collectible shards. I completely forgot about the shards. I don't remember how many I collected. Okay, Mike, uh, as you were giving me bug eyes there or something, there's this amazing thing you reminded me of a phone with an Xbox app that lets me know how many achievements I have. So, Would you look at that? I got three collectibles as well. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So we both got three of the 12? I want to say there's 12. I could be making that up. I think I looked at my 112 deaths and I was like, that looks like a 12. Three out of 12. <laughs> so I don't know how many achievements are in this there, game. There's 10. Oh, there's 10. Could have saved all that for me. My only other quick bit that I have is... I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a quick bit. Yeah. All right. So then just to kind of end it up, to end the episode, Mike, name a creature that would have fit better in this world than the spider. It can be real world, video game based, whatever you want it to be. What would have been more fun to have creepily popping in from time to time? Honestly, I think the spider really fits this game well. It's creepy, powerful, and a rather iconic image. But if I was to pick something 
adjacent equally scary or cool, I'd probably pick something like a harpy. Oof. Yeah, I can see that. I, I said werewolf. I think a, like a werewolf would have been really creepy. I mean, that would give it a more like Greek feel, and yours would give it a more supernatural feel. Something like a, a furry werewolf or a snake. Actually, now, when I think about it, though, with a harpy's design, it can fly. So that would negate this whole entire game. Well, what, wait, hold on, though. What about, uh, what do you mean a harpy's design? Oh, it, 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 gotcha. It's got wings, so it can fly. So how in this game... Like well, you no. block the spider from so many things. Gotcha. The harpy could just fly over it. Yeah. What a, What is the little lantern guy in Final Fantasy that has the sword, the stabby stabby? Tom Tomberry? Yeah. Yeah. How about one of those? It's really creepy. <laughs> what just like creepy? slowly, just slowly walks towards you. It's always like a dark figure, so you don't exactly know what he is. Uh, and, he's like, and he's holding a knife, <laughs> just slowly walking towards you. Ooh, if there was a different use of sound in this game. I think a gorilla could be really scary. Well, yeah, I mean, gorillas can be scary just in general. Yeah, you can make it feel imposing. Especially since there's, like, no light. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Even fair though enough. I find gorillas to be cool and that scary, but yeah, I, I think you could flip the script on that. I find gorillas to be terrifying. Well, yeah. They're very cool, but they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I'd pick a gorilla as the next limbo killer of kids. Okay, and I, uh, not Final Fantasy fan, will pick a Tomberry. Tomberry, whatever, however you pronounce it. You say you're not a Final Fantasy fan? I'm not like a massive Final Fantasy oh, fan. Oh, okay. We'll see what 16 does. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap this up, I do have a question for you. Do you think this would have been better as like a short film? I mean, if you remove the sound design, it almost it has the vibe of like a 1920s silent film. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the look. And uh, I'm wondering, because of the games as a media have this special thing where I get to control this boy, but I was frustrated with the trial and error and the puzzles. They didn't really fit for me, unlike Inside. Would that have been? Would this have been more powerful if it was a short animated film? Well, okay. Let me flip the question on you, though. Are you saying it's still going to be two hours long? Would you? Well, say, it's would only you two say- hours long because I died so many times, right? Yeah. So would you keep some of those deaths and just? Ha- you could, yeah. You could still do some of the deaths that you want. I mean, it's it an interesting it, idea. It takes away a lot of the creativity and making because you probably wouldn't want to show every single death on that yeah that's a good point then right like because i think one of the things is is the personal frustration you have with some moments helps stick those moments in your head exactly where a short film is the same for everybody i mean it can be interpreted differently but what you watch on screen is the same for everybody but i mean there is maybe something to be said you could have the most perfect camera shots more zoom in things like that you could That might be a, a worthwhile... I would say this. This game, yes. Yeah, but if I try to apply that, you could go a lot of examples, but obviously we're going to go to the next example of the game they played is Inside, or made, is Inside, and I would not want that. Yeah. Well, because Inside, though, had more moments in it where, like, you know, what was it? The the scene where you're basically playing, like, red light, green light <laughs> in line. The tension from that is you screwing up personally. Now, yes. now and you can, in film, make it seem tense, but yeah, I think because of the game we didn't like the gameplay in Limbo, that's why this question is pertinent. Where I think with Inside, maybe not quite as much. So I mean, I would still, I'm sure I would like to see it tried, I guess. But I, I just don't have that much of an interest. What about you? Yeah, I think it would be cooler. But again, okay, okay. So that's that's <laughs> that's a different response, though. So that's a different question. Do I think it would have been better than what this is? That I'll agree with. I don't want to see it now. <laughs> well, you already know what happens, yeah. even though we don't really know what happened. Yeah, right. Maybe the video can do something different with it. Mystery. 
If somehow you didn't catch on to our thoughts on this one, or maybe even our mood, we are not very high on Limbo. This is not to say it's a bad game, it's just lacking that vibe both of us want to get from video game experiences. Here's to hoping Playdad's next game grabs us both.